The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn to quiet the noise of the ego and connect to the truth of your soul. Join former monk and host of the Practicing Human podcast, Corey Mascara, for Living in Alignment, a weekend workshop live stream, live from Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, June 28th through 30th. Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome. Today, I want to talk a little bit about a pretty cool and exciting topic that just whacked me over the head as I was sitting down watching TV, (laughs) and that is spirituality and the idea of what it means to be a spiritual person and whether people that are quote-unquote spiritual meaning they like spiritual teachings and they're drawn to podcasts about intuition. Maybe they like to talk about spirit guides or do Reiki or, you know, they're interested in tarot cards or talking to dead people or all of that good stuff. Those new agey, spiritually inclined folks, are those people necessarily more ahead on their quote-unquote spiritual path than people who never ask these questions or pay attention to these kinds of things at all. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. So before I even launch into this, I'm going to probably give my myself and my, my opinions away by saying that it is my belief that we are all spiritual beings in physical form. That means whether you recognize it or not, Whether you read spiritual texts and talk to people and listen to spiritual podcasts, whether you do Reiki or are working on developing your intuition, and many of those things I think are highly beneficial, but even if you have no spiritual belief system at all, you are still spiritual. You are still a spirit in physical form. And so what's really important to recognize, and I know these are just words, but you know, We also, we have to be really careful with them. What's really important to realize is that when we talk about someone being quote unquote spiritual, what we mean is they're interested in those questions around spirituality because friends, we are all spiritual and we are all on a spiritual journey, whether we recognize it or not. But the other question is sort of, if I'm open and interested in spiritual topics, does that mean something about me and where I am on my soul's journey? Because as spiritual beings in physical form, we are in fact having a human journey and experiencing ourselves as spirits while in human form and awakening to the fact that we are in fact more than our human selves. And so by that definition, if we say that awakening has to do in part with 
recognizing the fact that you're a spirit in physical form and really owning that, then yes, of course, people that have that understanding, perhaps on a cognitive level and definitely more on a visceral level, are going to be a little ahead of the game in terms of that path to spiritual awakening, right? Because many people live their whole lives feeling like life is happening to them. You know, they're locked in their lives. They tend to look at the outside world as the root of all problems. And oftentimes they may have a belief either that life is working against them, or if they have a belief in God, that God is, you know, when something goes wrong, God isn't supporting me. They might look inside. A lot of people that don't have a belief in a higher power may then feel when things go wrong in their life, something's wrong with me, I'm not working hard enough, I'm not good enough, or other people are thwarting me, they're, you know, it's it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I got to learn how to be the alpha dog. And these are all the kinds of things that people think from that egoic stance before they start to wake up to the fact ah, that there's more to life than just that egoic existence. And so interest in spiritual teachings and some basic rudimentary awareness that you are more than just a human, but that you are actually a spirit having a human experience. And I was interviewing a guest today who said it so beautifully. He said, so many people think they're a human with a soul, but in fact, you're the soul having a human experience. So when we start to recognize that, it opens up many possibilities for us and it opens up many opportunities for us to begin to experience and explore our lives from a broader perspective and awakening that deeper spiritual perspective. It also opens up the possibility that we can begin to see and experience our lives the way our higher selves or our spirits do and start to bring more of that higher spiritual awareness, what our souls know, what our spirit knows, but our humanness has forgot into our human and our daily lives and start to live our lives more informed by that higher level spiritual knowing. So all of this is well and good. And so you might say, well then, Victoria, I guess the conclusion to the situation is, yeah, if I follow your podcast (laughs) or a podcast like yours, and if I read spiritual books, I must be way more awoke than someone who doesn't. And unfortunately, although I hope that you'll keep listening to this podcast and ones like it, especially if they light your fires and you enjoy it and you find it helpful. But in and of itself, reading spiritual books, talking and hanging out with other quote-unquote spiritual people, all of that stuff does not mean that you are further along in your personal or spiritual journey than anybody else. And you can think about it, but there's lots of people that hide behind these spiritual ideas and interpret them and experience them very much from the level of ego. Okay, and it's natural and normal, and we're all going to do it sometimes because, you know, while you're in human form, that ego is really loud. And so even as you're starting to break free of its grips and starting to recognize, oh, wow, I'm more than that, it'll still creep up sometimes, and that is fine. But there are many people who have an interest in spiritual teachings because they know intuitively, instinctually, that is what their soul needs at this level of 
development and this is what they need on their journey and these are the teachings that they most need to hear and they most need to embody and yet because they are so much in their egoic awareness, because they're so much in their ego, they're not able to fully experience or incorporate or use those spiritual teachings. Right. And everyone, like I said, falls prey sometimes to, you know, ego lurks everywhere. And so we all sometimes fall prey to having egoic understanding of things that are beyond our egoic awareness. So spiritual interest in and of itself is no guarantee of spiritual development. It's a start, and oftentimes we are drawn to the things that we most need to hear, but interest in hearing them isn't the whole story. And there are many people on earth right now that have not a lick of interest in spirituality at all, really, but many of the teachings are already for them pretty much common sense, and they live their lives from a semi-awakened state without even realizing that they're doing it. So the first and I think most important answer to the question that I posed at the beginning of this podcast about whether someone is spiritual because they're interested in spirituality, the answer to that question is yes, because we're all spiritual beings. So you don't get a pass on that one. But no, in the sense that just because you're interested in this stuff does not mean you figured it all out. And this brings me to, I think, really the the deeper teaching and the deeper point that I wanted to make and that I think perhaps my guides want to make, and I'm going to make sure that I'm getting out of the way so that we can hear their guidance most of all. But the point is that what's really important is not the thoughts, the labels, the approach, right? Hanging out with spiritual people. I mean, if you love to talk about spiritual stuff and you feel comfortable with spiritual peeps and that's your happy place, by all means do it. I encourage everyone to spend as much time as possible in their happy place. But if you do it from a place of ego and you say, I'm better than that person because I read Eckhart Tolle, that's that's when you start to have a problem and that's when you go back into ego. And I do see this sometimes in all communities. Um, and the spiritual community, unfortunately, is not immune. But the bigger lesson that I think that the guys wanted me to bring through all of this, and or maybe they're just trying to ratchet me over the head <laughs> to remember um, not, to, not to be too big for my very own britches, but is that a lot of spirituality and spiritual development has to do with your humanness. It doesn't have to do with lofty ideas of the law of attraction and, you know, energy psychology and the power of presence. So all of those things can be super helpful to know. It doesn't even necessarily have to do with your great knowledge of intuition. But again, you know, I'm a big fan of that. It has to do with the level of awareness that we bring into our lives and our ability to experience life and all it has to give us from that deeper and greater awareness. We could say a soul's awareness. We could say a spirit's awareness. 
but it's really about that deeper level of presence and knowing and starting to bring more of that into the way that you live and experience your life. And oftentimes our minds want to limit us by telling us what we should or shouldn't do or what's good or bad or right or wrong. And spiritual teachings and the interpretations of spiritual teachings, unfortunately, are not an exception to that. Once something becomes dogma for you, once it becomes a hard and fast truth, once it becomes something that makes you superior or inferior, that is a surefire sign that you have slipped into ego. And again, it's fine, it's okay, it happens. But if you can recognize it and take a step back, no matter what the teaching is, that is how we awaken. Oftentimes, people experience spiritual teachings from the level of thought and the level of ego right? They try to understand. They try to encapsulate. They try to make something which eludes all conceptual understanding a hard and fast concept so that they can grab onto it. Sometimes people take spiritual teachings as a way to help them feel better about themselves, to help them make sense of their experiences in a way that fortifies and feeds the egoic mind and the ego. The problem with this, of course, is that it limits us and it keeps us, rather than moving forward, kind of stuck at the level of ego. The good news is, is everything that we take in from our environment and every experience we have is contributing towards our growth and our development. So even if you hear the words from the level of ego and even if you don't understand them for like a million years, that's a lot of years, but (laughs) you know, maybe it's going to take that long, maybe it's not, there is still some benefit, especially if they're really helpful as Eckhart Tolle would say, pointers, because he says, you know, the words, the the proof, the truth rather, is not in the words. Words are just pointers because our true spiritual essence really does elude. It's beyond any kinds of conceptual experience. Conceptual experience is of the mind. And while we're on earth, we need that mind. So, you know, be happy to have one and be happy to have that coherent cognitive and conceptual experience, but know too that anything filtered through that will always be limited. And so when we are experiencing spiritual teachings, it's really nice to have a sort of loose sort of beginner's mind. It's really nice if we allow ourselves to sort of feel the teachings viscerally and experiencing them with a certain softness, a softness of mind. The analogy I think of is when you're looking at something and you allow your eyes to blur a little bit, that thing might not be as sharp, it might not be as clear, but you get a softer and a different perspective. 
And at those moments too, those are the moments when people see things like auras and energy and essence because you are not processing it with that linear logical mind. And you're beginning through that softness, through that blurry gaze to bypass the conceptual mind and really apprehend or experience the deeper essence of what you're looking at. And it can work the same way with the mind. If you allow the mind to go soft and just hear the teachings, then everything changes. If you allow yourself to read a spiritual book or even a not spiritual book, because remember, we are all spirits in in physical form. Everything in this planet is made of spirit. (laughs) That's the only thing that is. So everything is spiritual at its essence, at its core. But if you allow yourself to take teachings like in this podcast or even more lofty um, spiritual teachers from that softer mind, if you can allow yourself to feel them, to feel the resonance, to allow it into your body without trying to understand, without trying to categorize, without trying to judge or decide, you will probably get more bang for your buck. When someone has a spiritual awakening or a spiritual experience, it's not something you can explain. It's not something you can force. It's not something you can do. It's something that arises. It arises naturally and normal. It's something that we get out of our own way and then it appears. And so the more that we can treat spiritual teachings and life itself from that beginner's mind, from that I don't gotta know, from that place of allowing, from that place of uncertainty, the more we will grow and the more we will move towards awakening as spirits in physical form. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you gain strength, clarity, and growth from today's episode. For more information and to submit a topic that you'd like to see addressed in a future episode, please visit my website, victoriashawintuitive.com, where you'll find the resources to help you step into your power and awaken your own inner wisdom. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Dendy-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson, we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.